Hi, and welcome back to HFC. So, um, kind of weird, but a while back, maybe about two weeks back, I was doing this little like devotional and it was like a whole study on identity and realizing who we are in Christ. And it was my kind of time where I took the time to finally start developing better habits of reading my Bible more frequently and and whatnot. And I honestly fell in love with a devotional and I kind of took notes and then I added my own stuff. And then I found other verses where it was like, oh yeah, I was reminded of that or something. And, and, and so it became this whole, like, I don't want to call it a series that feels like big, <laughs> but it definitely became more than me just um, reading my Bible and just taking my little daily notes. Cause it started as me, Oh, I'm going to take notes because I feel like taking notes makes me more, you know, involved because in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is what I want to see. I want to see some, I want to see the verse. I want to write down the verse. So I memorize it. I want to write down what I was feeling or thinking or what was revealed to me in the moment. And I write down a prayer. And I used to do this when I was first starting off the um, podcast as well. But then it was like, as I started doing it, it became more than just notes because then I would like, oh, that's this. Or I would also like find other verses that I was like, oh, that was a great verse as well. And I would just, it, it just became a thing. Um, so it evolved more than just me, you know, feeding my spirit and developing better habits and, and really just trying to locate who I am and God and whatnot. Um, and I honestly think it's important for everybody to think about your identity in Christ, especially nowadays. I feel like we're kind of stuck in this in-between where we both know and don't know. Like we know what God has said, but we don't really understand the impact of it. Or sometimes you just don't even know the verses. Uh, because honestly, when I was reading this uh, devotional, I ran into a lot of verses that I had never heard before. And it was like, whoa, mind blown kind of moment. So anyway, this is the first day or first episode of Counted the, the Pages. Could end up staying a 13-part series. And it's not really going to be a series um, in a way where I put part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, whatever. Um, but basically this first episode is called who am I? And the next couple of episodes will be stated something like I am dot, dot, dot. And something about what God reveals in the, in his Bible about who we are to him and who we are to be in the world and who we are to be in, in him. Um, so yeah, so started off, um, this first episode is called who am I? I also nicknamed it Identity Crisis because uh, Identity Crisis is my first name for it before I decided to, oh, wow, this could be, you know, something I actually talk about in a little mini series, I guess, um, to kind of introduce to the podcast. So also another thing with these is it's going to be a little different. I know usually I start on a verse and we just talk about the verse and just talk about the verse and talk about the verse, but I'm going to kind of start off by introducing all the verses for these um, episodes. And then I'll just kind of point out some questions and revelations that I felt when I was taking notes and whatnot. <clears throat> so for this first one, um, there were three main verses and I'll go ahead and read them now. And I've tried to read them slowly because I've noticed that I tend to talk really fast when I read and even faster when I pray. All right. 
The first verse, and remember this episode is Who Am I? The first verse says, sorry, it comes from Psalm 100, verse 3. It says, it is he who made us and we are his. The second verse is Psalm chapter 119, verse 73. Your hands made me and formed me. The third verse is Psalm 119, verse 13. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. <clears throat> so something that I noted down, and like I have them all into subsections. One thing that was uh, while I was reading this, and I don't want you to take this, and I, I've talked about this before when I'm at church. Um, sometimes I feel like we say things without truly realizing what we're saying. And this happens because we're so used to comparing things in the world. Or it's like, if I say I'm happy, I'm thinking, oh, I had a good day. It was all right. Like, I'm just, I'm not upset. Like, for me, that's what I mean when I say, oh, I'm happy. Someone asks, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm happy. Like, I just, oh, I'm feeling good. But there's a difference between the joy of a good day and the joy that God brings. So I feel like it's important to realize that when we're reading this and or listening to this series that I'm doing right now, um, you realize that there's a difference between what God says and what the world says. They may use the same words, but the meaning behind it is so much more significant when God says it. If God says, you are beautiful, you are whole, you are healed, there is power in those words. If someone says, oh, wow, you look nice today. You look beautiful today. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, like, oh, I must look okay. I'm, I'm looks better than usual. But there's just power when God says things. And so try to open up your mind <clears throat> to realize that these words are not mine. These words are coming from the Bible. And because of that, they have power. They are living. Let them change you and let them form an identity in Christ. So the first revelation was, God created, designed, and formed us from the innermost to the outermost part of us. He knew us before we knew ourselves. And I actually added on a little bit to it. Actually, this might have been a devotional. Um, I think I might have looked this up because um, I remember when I was doing my teaching, like we talked about the um, there's a stage in a in a baby's life where they start to have the um, the realization of self, understanding that there are limits to their body, that they can exist here, and outside of what they can see and hear, there is things beyond that, and it's it happens around the age of two. Um, be, scientists believe. Um, it isn't until around age two that we begin to develop our sense of self. And even then, it's the very beginning of our understanding. We just get the very basic idea of, oh, I am myself, and that is a different person. Not like, oh, um, I understand my needs. I understand my wants. I understand my true desires. I understand what will bring me joy. I understand what will bring me peace. And I understand what my best future is. We honestly never come to that. Even as adults, we still learn things about ourselves daily, and yet we constantly rely on our own understandings to make decisions and judgments. Isn't that isn't that funny? And I, I think I've even talked about this in a previous episode. We, from the very beginning, even though we're constantly learning stuff about ourselves and we're constantly changing and constantly doing all this stuff, and and we're only capable of seeing ourselves in a moment. And we're limited by the by what we've lived through. 
we lean our on our own understandings and we lean on our own um definition of our identity and who we are and who we could be instead of re- realizing that it would be more sensible to listen to God's identity of us to what God says we are and to who God says we are because he's vision is omniscient. He's capable of seeing us in every moment and not just seeing our failures, but seeing our growth and and seeing the outcome. And honestly, there's so much more because <clears throat> you just, we just kind of got to get through the rest of the episodes, but, but just realize how crazy it is to lean on our own understanding when we don't even really have that well of an understanding of ourselves. When in reality, we could be leaning on God's understanding who knew us before we were even born, before we were formed. Even before we took our first breath, our first heartbeat, he was there knitting us in our mother's womb, forming us, loving us, caring for us. And I think that's just powerful. Uh, my next point, why is God the only one qualified and entitled to give us our identity? For starters, he is the most qualified because he is our creator. It's just natural that someone who creates something should get to name it. If I created a new recipe, I would name it. If I created something, I would name it. I would I I would <clears throat> define it. And in the same way, when we give birth to a baby, when you give birth to something, you name it because it is something that you created physically at least. Yet we don't oftentimes think, you know, the most qualified person to speak about me, to tell me who I am, to give me my identity is God even though he is our creator. He understands what went into us, what created us. And then beyond that, again, he's omniscient. He can see our future and and, and every decision and every thought. I've, I've had this conversation with someone because someone said, how can God see everything, see our futures, if we're supposed to have free will? And I feel like God revealed this to me. And it goes back to what I was saying about us having a very, very limited idea of what these words mean to God. To us, omniscient means I know what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. But we're thinking of us, we're thinking of that at an us level. When I was when I was thinking about that and I was trying to respond to them, I was like, I think that's because we have a limited idea of what it means to be all-seeing. We think it means to see this moment and what moment's going to f- follow next. But I believe. And I honestly feel like God revealed that to me, that what he means by omniscient is not that he sees every moment and what we're going to do, but that he sees every moment and every possible choice and every moment beyond that possible choice. Because we're thinking, oh, he can only see one way, but he's omniscient. He's all powerful. So in, in my mind, it's just like, I'm imagining him seeing, oh, he could do this. And if he did this, and then there's tons of branches that he's seeing all at the same time. And that's kind of what I'm imagining God's um, capability of being all-seeing is. Uh, next, why uh, part to why is God the only one qualified and entitled to give us our identity? He is the most qualified because he purchased, purchased us. Not only is he our creator, but also he purchased us. When I purchase a puppy, when I purchase a dog, when I purchase a book, when I purchase a car, I am capable of, you know, giving it a name. I'm capable of labeling it. I'm capable of saying what it is because it's mine. I'm capable of changing and altering it. And and some of you may be like, what do you mean God purchased us? Well, we had a price on us. We had a sin debt on us and he paid that debt. And so in essence, he purchased us. 
And when he purchased us, he'd <clears throat> gained the right to tell us who we are and who we aren't. Our bodies are not our own. Our spirits are not our own. And a lot of people think of that as controlling, but in a way it's beautiful because it's kind of like living the life of a pet, except your owner is the greatest owner ever. You, you are cared for. You are loved. You are, you are just constantly praised and, and spoken to and, and just watched over. It's a really bad comparison, but it's the only thing I can think of right now in the sense that Everything is being provided for us. Just like a pet, though, we can be stubborn sometimes. We can be kind of stupid. I mean, you give your dog food, but sometimes your dog goes and he eats things that they shouldn't eat, like human food. And what happens, they get sick. I mean, we could correlate that to sin, right? God provides for us the nutrition, the daily bread that we should be eating, but then we go and eat our chocolate or sin, and then we start getting sick and having issues, and we're like, what's going on? And God's like, what do you mean? Like, that wasn't meant for you. That wasn't prepared for you. I prepared food for you. I prepared nutrition. I prepared your daily bread, and you're going to eat all these other things that you think are going to satisfy and provide nutrition to you, but they're not. And I mean, again, it's a weird correlation to think of us as dogs to God, but it's 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 like he just is providing everything for us. And yet so many times, just like your dogs, we're going off and we're running off and we're taking off and we're leaving the, the, the nice home that God has provided to us. We're taking off and running down the road and God's chasing after us, but he can't make us come with him. Oh, he can try, but we have to be willing to go with him. How many of us have... <laughs> I mean, I don't, I've never had this experience, but I've seen it in movies. Like, if you take the big dog to the park and the big dog doesn't want to go, the big dog isn't going to go. Yeah, so that's that's basically the entirety of this message. Just, God created, designed, and formed us from the innermost to the outermost part of us. He knows every aspect of us better than we know ourselves. Because even when we weren't even aware of the fact that we were a self— because we don't know that till the age of two, he knew us already. He knew every part of us. He knew every every inkling, every possibility, every future, every every moment, every choice, every failure, every success, the things that could be, that would be, that should be, and the things that won't be. And also, why should we listen to him? What gives him his qualifications to tell us who we are? Yeah, who are you to tell me who I am? Well, he's purchased us and he created us. He has every qualification to tell us who we are. He's known us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Anyway, with that, let's go ahead and go into our prayer. And and like I said, hopefully you enjoy this series. I I loved reading this devotional. I, I just felt like it really opened my eyes to kind of the silly things that I, I feel like I've always associated with my identity and open my eyes to kind of the ways that God has said, you know, you're more than you think you are. You're more than just that. You are a child of God. You are, I don't want to spoil some of the next episodes, but there were some pretty powerful stuff. I was like, wow, I never knew that. And I kind of like, for a part of me, I was like, oh, that kind of feels like blasphemy. Like, I don't feel like I should be saying that, but it says it in the Bible. And um, yeah, we'll get into that. As always, let's go ahead and end this episode with a powerful prayer. Um, I actually wrote this prayer again when I was doing the thing. I'm going to pray it, and then maybe I'll add some stuff on there too. Dear Lord, thank you for creating me in your image. 
Thank you for purchasing me by paying for my sins. I am humbled by the thought and care that you've put into my life, into my creation, into my identity. Even before I was born, I was a fetus. You loved and thought of me as your child, as your loved one. Thank you for taking the issue of identity out of my hands. I am not what my past says I am. I am not what the stranger says I am. My neighbor, my teacher, my mother, my father, my spouse. I am not all the names that they call me. Instead, I am who you say I am. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My value doesn't come from anything that I have done or could do or or thoughts that I have or the ways that I've failed. My value comes from you. My body is not my own. And while that seems scary, it means I need to ask for your guidance and direction because I need to protect your asset and I am a loved asset. It means none of the burden of identity and purpose falls on me. It is you who tells me who I am and what purpose I have. They would like to tell me that your love is constrictive and controlling, but I know that it is I know it to be freeing, freeing me from the worries of who I am and, and who I should be and where I should go and, and how to be happy and where I'm gonna get my my care from, where am I where I'm gonna be loved from. Thank you for loving and creating me in your image. Guide me to your purpose. I am yours to mold and shape. Yours to use or not use. I am yours to move or not move. I desire to be made in your image, Lord. I desire to draw closer to you. Lord, just open up my heart and my mind and my spirit, Lord, to learn about the identity that you have formed for me, to to learn about the identity that you have given me. I love you, Lord. Thank you for being my God. Lead me from the temptations of this world and give us the strength to be bold in following your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hopefield Christian. I honestly, truthfully, hope you enjoyed it um, as much as I do. Please just stick around for the rest of the 12 episodes. I promise you it is an awesome, 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 awesome uh, miniseries. And, you know, I, I, oof, I just loved finding out more about who God says I am. And it's just so empowering, to be honest. Anyway, thank you for listening. Have a God-blessed week. See you next time. Bye.